0: Welcome everyone to your bubble of wellness through science, cultivating a new generation. This space of time and empowered information was designed so that you can have a relaxing adventure with your inner health, understanding its five core pillars that also assemble your life. We'll go deep into the science and wellness of nutrition, exercise and metabolism. Emotions, consciousness and meditation, and abundance. So relax, enjoy, and keep a student mindset to cultivate your life. Welcome to episode 15 of our podcast, Cultivating a New Generation. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to stop comparing yourself, be you. Such an important topic to start not using the social media platforms or any other um, media outlet to compare yourself, to lose your self-esteem. Not everything has to be personal. Not everything spins around you, and much less what others think, do or display more than 90% of the time doesn't have to do with you. Many people live their lives obsessed, thinking about what others think, say, or do in regards to an incredible need of approval or belonging, immersed in that emotional havoc that they need to feel. It is also very common to find that they take many of the reactions of others as personal feeling that diminishes the sense of self-esteem. Why does this happen? What is it that new generations are so insecure and or, at the same time, they are just worried to impress? To begin with, many of these reactions start with the family environment. The more a child is neglected, not paid attention to, or easily entertained with a digital device, the easier it will be for him or her to feel invisible, not seen, not listened, not recognized, and it is completely normal that they will start developing a personality where in one way or another, she or he will feel and find a way to call the attention of her or his parents. If this cycle continues and parents are not able to solve the issue or see it and instead they apply some type of punishment to the child, he or she will grow up resentful, insecure and full of grudge toward his parents. Those type of emotions are the ones that are going to be building inside of them until they start to develop a defense mechanism to get back to the world, thinking that what they do is a form of letting the hurt towards its parents' indifference. That phenomena is what we are seeing in the world with many teenagers or young boys or girls that either they don't want to do anything in their lives or they show signs of anxiety or depression. If they are studying, they are just doing it for the grade or the diploma, or worse, just to shut the eagerness of their parents for them to have a degree in something that, of course, they don't even have an interest in all this spiral of emotions reflected in behaviors that are just creating a huge social bubble of resentment, grudge, negativity that has to find also a way out inside of their bodies producing all the statistics that we are seeing in chronic diseases such as diabetes, obesity, Hypertension, deficit of attention, anxiety, depression, and even some types of cancer. If we don't start acting in the root of the issue, consequences will start to get bigger and more painful every day. And pretty much everywhere, we are witnessing more children, teenagers, or young people with extreme emotions. That lead them to take some of the worst choices in terms of the pain that they inflict in their friends, school peers, teachers, parents, or themselves. Many of those cases of bullying or aggressiveness that we see in children or teenagers are just the con- consequence of the environment that they are living in their houses. As their brain is not yet developed, every emotion that they are swallowing and they don't know how to take it out, they will be struggling with that kind of anger in such an early age that also can have another more complicated and chronic symptoms. Instead of looking for excuses or palliative solutions, that deal with with the symptoms or sometimes with the consequences there is a simple job we all have to perform as adults and it is to open our eyes more to heal our own issues and become a better version for our children so that they can have a reference point to look up to we should also start to approach to them Even if at the beginning there is some rejection, even if at the beginning you find some resistance, you are still on time to make progress, to rely on your inner tools, and to see that you and your child were just repeating an old pattern. Explaining the things to children, sometimes it is seen as with adults, as something that they cannot understand. But generations that now are developing are much more sensitive, and they understand more what we would think of. So it is much better to explain what is happening to a child than trying to hide what are the real problems that. Every adult is living more in this turmoil of emotions and isolation that we are living in the whole world. However, many people, including of course your children, are overwhelmingly worried about others, about what other people think, and these others are often members of the same family think that they are craving that attention from the outer social circle in order to feel accepted admired or recognized when all of those efforts are join are just going to be hopeless if you don't have the will to deal with what you are living inside with your past journey and your old beliefs and patterns That you witness. That's why we need to start with the own healing versions of ourselves and display a role model for children, in spite of, of course, having everyday problems and explaining them what is happening or why we feel like that, so that they see also an example that it is okay to feel angry it is okay to feel sad sometimes, it is okay to feel desperate, and there is a way to let it go. And the way is not to hide it, to be oblivious, or to display things that we are not just because we are worried about what other people may think. What can you do to stop With the addiction of being obsessed with external approval. Establishing your own identity. That will be our first pillar. Even if you are an adult, supposedly you have achieved a level of maturity. Now, more than ever, this identity issue is still going on, and it is the core of the addiction or obsession that many people have with constructing a certain social image that many times starts its process in early days of the school, when children start interacting more socially and they start suffering the first glimpses of comparison, rejection, and sadly many times bullying. All of these processes are also many times being reinforced or were even initiated in their family. Thus, children have to cope with those feelings at school and then get home and feel them again. That's when all the identity crisis starts developing because at such an early stage, they already have to fulfill two roles, the individual that they are at school and the messages they receive there against the messages that they receive at their home. Everyone that has a small child has gone through this process, and of course, we as children have to go through it. However, nowadays, the social pressure and mindless comparison are so abundant that now it's even deeper and more hurtful although it might seem subtle. Therefore, we have to begin to clean our house with more messages of self-love, self-acceptance, and recognition for our children as well as for ourselves. At many stages of our lives, if children see that their parents are doing some type of self-work, becoming more aware of their flaws as well as for of course performing the actions to integrate those new behaviors, sooner rather than later children and even young adults will become interested in what we do. Then the key message is start with you. Now let's know and question again what you like. Question. How do you dress? How do you speak? What kind of thoughts are the most common inside of you? and start decoding the origin of those traits, of those thoughts that you have acquired throughout your life, so that you can establish a self-grounded identity based in what you really are and want. It is time to own your uniqueness to start discovering who you really are and who you really want to be. The second pillar that we have to work on is rewiring your perception. Perception is key in establishing a response to any kind of external trigger. Therefore, aligning your perception and also performing a deep cleanse process in it is what will give you leverage in terms of avoiding being affected by what others think, say or do? If you are grounded and now sure of what you enjoy in all the traits that we discuss above, then you won't have almost any kind of issue of letting looks, comments, or even actions that might be directed, towards making you react. And I quoted those words because no one else can make you, in quotes, do anything. You are the owner of your energy, thoughts and actions. Hence, the value of first establishing your own truth is basic. We need to start understanding that We are not puppets of anyone. We cannot make uh, anyone feel bad. We choose to feel bad as a reaction to what other people are feeling. Each person has its own journey, its own emotional wounds, its own mood, and the expression of that is just a response to their own inner truth or their own inner values or their own inner wounds. Hence, all of those things should not affect you. Building a new way to perceive the world has to be also aligned with a healthier vision of you and what the pathway that you want your emotions to follow. If we want to perceive things as personal, as an attack, as a judgment, or as a diminishing of our value as individuals, then for sure the emotions that we trigger will be negative and as a consequence they will produce a negative feeling in ourselves, something that for sure will have a very deep effect in our identity. And that happened just because you let the ego start swallowing all those comments, start giving you an inner critic voice. It is just the ego talking when you let other people's responses or reactions to affect you. Because if you let the ego out of the equation, you can easily recognize that it is just a response of everyone not of you let's exemplify this phenomena if someone at work starts talking about you criticizing something that you deliver or the way you express an idea in a meeting your reaction if we want to illustrate the bias of our perception will be to feel discouraged betrayed or angry Whatever emotion you choose, it's already a negative perception, and it has already liberated a turmoil of neurotransmitters and hormones that internally will work against you and will feed the feeling of disappointment, low self-value or anger. Next, those feelings most likely will make you identify with an identity of you, such as, I'm not worthy, I'm dumb, I'm not capable, just another employee, etc. If you pay attention to this cascade of emotions, you are already enhancing the victim mode that has been ignited all due to a comment from a co-worker, all due because you let the ego intoxicate with the emotions and the reactions of the inner critic voice. However, if you are sure of what you did, deliver or said in that project or meeting, then your perception of that comment will be completely healthy. You will just see that display of your coworker as an action that speaks of him or her, but not at all about you. And you will either let it go quickly or you will even feel empathy and compassion for that person because he or she seems desperate to gain approval no matter what type of means he or she uses. Next pillar, filling your emotional voids. Triggers will only be identified as that if you have something still pending to fix within your emotional background, within your story. Otherwise, all external effects, comments, or actions will only be part of the environment, but they won't have a profound effect within you. That doesn't mean at all they will be completely immune or you will be completely immune or indifferent to what happens outside. But it does mean that you will start owning your perception and avoiding to react to almost every kind of interaction or breeze that you feel. You will start having more awareness and consciousness of the things that happen outside and recognizing them as what they are just stimuli that does don't need to trigger you unless you are remembering something and that's the meaning of the trigger and that's the meaning of the experience that you should encompass and do something with it to heal in fact it goes deeper than that you will be able to gain the ability of stopping the time to breathe, to observe, to reflect, and then emit some type of reaction to the cues that you will have externally, because as social beings that we are, we will for sure be exposed to the same or sometimes to worse or better situations that will produce an effect within us. Nevertheless, now you'll be wiser, more resilient and more aware of the effect that you want to choose for yourself. You will start to gain trust, leverage, self-knowledge and skills to handle those situations. I bet you that the sooner you adopt this kind of insights, you'll be surprised how amazing it feels to be in control of your chain of action. Now, it is not a reaction. It's a more conscious action that has been screened by you, allowed to be played in slow motion, as well as you being able to see it as an observer, more than seeing it as the involved party. This process of being able to literally stop time whenever something happens is named as detachment from the effect that every external action or comment might trigger within you. If you remember the movie of Matrix, that representation is exactly what it will start to happen in your mind. You will acquire a wonderful ability to stop the time, to slower the way you play images within you, and that space will only have one result, coherence and congruence from your actions. That's what we can gain from working with these three pillars of start to own our own truth, to be unique and to respect the inner voice within us without the ego mind, without the ego voice that is just constantly looking for something to make you react. Thank you very much for your attention and we will listen to each other on the next episode.